変身Tissues over there, man. You know. Uh, sometimes we're not just excited on common ride with me. We're we're heartbroken. Like today. Depressed. Uh just uh I cannot believe it. We lost a member of the family today. A major member of the family oh what's that there's one more go around oh maybe not <laughs> maybe there's not another go around <laughs> false cue but hard to even know what to do when you lose somebody it just uh big spoilers but we will talk about that later just oh wow you never know how much time you got man yeah and i just have to do one very important just for him you know (laughs) gotta have it in there that brought my spirits up a little bit no it's always on deck there's three of them there's like um three different versions from three different times but each of those three times was a much better time i think so spoiler alerts this is common ride with me we're a podcast about looking at tokusatsu. And uh, this is the most broken up I've ever been on one of these. But Rider Saber is a show with consequences. And we lost the best character. It'll be tough to bounce back from this one, man. Yeah. But no, we should grieve at the right time. I think now we should celebrate youth. And like they always say... In Japanese media, it's the springtime of youth. It's shonen, boys or girls and middle school and teens. And that would probably fit with My Hero Academia. Let's talk about life. <laughs> and I think this show has some life in it, finally. Yeah, man. Um, I was really down on <laughs> season five Um, after s- season four, to be honest. And took me a while to get into it. I think the last time we potted, you kind of talked me into giving it a shot. And man, they definitely uh, hit the drawing boards, drew some stuff up, and made it happen. I do think uh, that like um, this whole like fifth season, like first half, definitely benefits from the binge though, because it's like a very <laughs> like continuous kind of like 
each episode is like a little bit of like progress in like an arc, you know? Most definitely. Um, I was hearing a lot of complaints about how long this whole like training arc was and the tournament style. So I could see where people were getting a little impatient with that, but the, the binge definitely uh, took care of that problem for me. Yeah, and um, I'm honestly more excited for uh, the second half of this season. It's uh, probably some of the best material of the series, like just from like reading, and like I think it might translate to like the best chunk of like the like show so far, maybe because it's just like a very interesting thing that they do. It's probably like my favorite since like the like tournament arc back in like season two, if I had to say. Yeah, it it's starting to feel like all those like training montages and character development is starting to pay off with this arc coming up, and I can't wait, man. This is this is going to be special. Yeah. Um. So, to get some spoilers though, um, what do you think when the uh, big moment for Deku kind of happened? Like, uh, I did not see that coming. I mean, for a character of all mice caliber to not even know that was possible with that power was unreal. I couldn't even believe it. But uh, I guess that's the best thing about this power is like so much more potential and so much more things need to be unlocked. And even All Might couldn't tap into what was capable of, of all this power. No, yeah. And like, I think they do like a very interesting thing um, with what... I don't want to say too much, but they have a very interesting like oh um what would happen to a society where people have this kind of power over time and like there's like a lot of concepts like oh would there be like things that would happen that would like fundamentally change things again or like make humans evolve or perhaps like go extinct just from like being in that world now i'm like very excited to see where that goes like since it's also like the start of like more lore i guess or like more like bigger term stuff happening in the show yeah a lot of the underlying stuff was really exciting too like i really didn't know what they're going to do with hawks that was compelling uh hawks is great <laughs> endeavors redemption arc it's pretty dope and uh hey. just <laughs> you're not an endeavor fan no like i think he can be a character he can be compelling i don't think there's a redemption for him you know yeah, that's right. Can't, can't undo what's been done, you know? Yeah, like I think um, perhaps as a creator, you're like, oh, I'm going to make this character to fulfill these certain things and like do these things. And later on, I'm like, oh, kind of wish I hadn't done that because I wanted to use this <laughs> character for more. But you can't undo certain things you did, man. That's true. But no, uh, there's um, there's a lot of characters that I could see like getting lots of like attention like a lot of new like fan favorites like i saw lots of people like seeing that like second opening like who are these like nine dudes right here like what's going on you know so that's always fun you know yeah last season it was a uh, red riot for me this season seems to be shinso i like i like him a lot mm. i kind of forgot oh, we yeah. met him earlier in the, uh this anime he's a great character like the thought that like oh your quirk is like evil <laughs> like oh like what can you do that's good with your power, you know? That's a good one. I like that. Uh, his relationship with uh, Ayazawa kind of reminds me of Shikamaru and his father. <laughs> I 
I always think of K- Kakashi when I think of like Hayazawa. Like it might just be like the teacher and like the eye stuff, but like it's like oh, like he's just like has that very like into that like cool teacher who's kind of reluctant to teach like archetype i guess like you know there's a new movie coming out soon too right i think yeah and i always do myself a disservice by not watching them because i think i had this conversation with you before about it kind of irks me that some some of the anime movies that they do don't involve the main source material but i kind of want to check this one out maybe it'll make me go back and watch the old ones because uh Apparently, I missed a lot with the whole All Might backstory. That was in the movies, right? Yeah, uh, there's been two movies. Um, I think the second one came out before COVID, so that was nice. But um, they're honestly like, they make an effort to be canon, but also you're like, we probably would have heard if this shit happened. Like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they're kind of canon ish, or like they're trying to fit in, or like they're in blanks. Like, I think. Um, the current movie that's coming out might like take place during a time that we don't see and it's like that kind of thing like oh during this month where we skipped ahead they had this big huge fight it was like did they really that's a lot to like take in but sure okay (laughs) but yeah um i do kind of miss like the olden days of like them not even trying to be like canon though where like naruto was like fighting a train or like goku was like the tree of might (laughs) yeah like tree of might yeah (laughs) but uh, to add to that, though, um, a new trailer dropped for uh, Superhero Senkai, which is the, um, instead of a full movie for Saber, it's having a crossover, because it's the 50th anniversary of Kamen Rider and the 45th anniversary of Super Sentai, so they're having a crossover. Oh, that's awesome. And that's coming out late July, I think, and uh, that's in theaters, but there is a subtitled trailer for us. So let's nice. uh, check this trailer out and react. Hey everybody, the trailer is in the episode description below. You can follow along with us by heading to zero and matching our countdown. Three, two, one, go. Okay. <laughs> I wish they did a lot more of this actually in the in the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't <laughs> like, people actually read in books? Yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, this looks cool. Oh. Nice. What? Zero. Oh. Oh, my God. What? Oh my god. Yo! Holy shit. No, but there you go. That was sick. Oh, man. No, they've been doing that forever. And want to see what Aruto looks like, though? Yeah. In the samurai world? 
he has maybe like the best look I've seen for him. Oh, my boy is clean. He has like the like uh, kimono, but it looks yeah. like the business suit with the like hoodie underneath. Little it samurai nice, bun. Right? Yeah, he looks nice. No, they got That's him back. They got awesome. like a couple of the riders back. Oh, yeah, no, was, can't yeah, wait. Just like every once in a while, like like once every like two years, roughly, like they'll have like a big like crossover thing like that and it's like maybe there's not as much money but it's still like 90 heroes versus like 300 villains kind of stuff it's still tight you know it's like Kamen Rider Dynasty Warriors I'll take it yeah and they love to like use their old timey sets because I guess over at like Toei yeah kind of like feel like very uh, retro like a village or something you know (laughs) it's dope on their back lot but yeah so that's coming out Um, and that's um, there's some weird stuff happening with the olympics because uh, first off fuck the olympics like 80 percent of japanese people don't want it to happen but it's happening oh uh, uh, yeah it's all about the money i'm not ready but um so for three or four weeks we're gonna have no cop rider saber uh, oh so it's been confirmed yeah what are they gonna be doing in the meantime they're gonna be airing the olympics Damn. So, so they already have this shit filmed, but they can't even release it because of the Olympics? No, like... Or they still have to film it? Th- this is being released, I think, the week they go off the air. Like, this goes on to, um, like, into, like, theaters. Okay. So it's, it's going to be a theatrical finish. Okay. So what's going to happen is um, the next time we record, uh, it's uh, Saber 43, and then it's gonna be the one hour what they do is they'll do like a one hour like tv special that like combines like the common writer and like super sentai show to like be like a prologue to the movie then we're gonna have a month where there's no saber then there's gonna be one last episode okay it's gonna have like 46 episodes and like after the month hiatus like we'll like cover those last three and like I was like thinking for a little bit, like oh, like we should watch some stuff that like people have said, like oh, like let's watch like this like adult Kamen Rider show. L- let's watch this like Super Sentai like people want. But um, I had an idea. If you will humor me, <laughs> what do we always say that Toku is? <laughs> Uh, it's like anime. It's like live action special, anime. Yeah, live action anime, live action special effects. Mm-hmm. So we got two episodes in that month, and you know what is like live action special effects? What? Motherfucking Space Jam is like live action special effects. <laughs> <laughs> I say we got two episodes <laughs> in a month. <laughs> Space Jam 1 and serendipitously Space Jam 2. <laughs> I think we owe it to ourselves to cover the most important Toku event of this year that's going to be bad in Space Jam 2 and also Space Jam 1. So what do you think about that instead of uh, of watching Space Jam and then two weeks later watching Space Jam 2? Does that sound like something we could do? Whatever you want, Kip. That to me was like, oh, this is perfect. (laughs) 
this is exactly what uh, the fans need. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, uh, but we'll um, reference that when it's time. But uh, when the Olympics strike, we're going to be watching Space Jam and Space Jam: New Legacy. Those two episodes instead of normal stuff because it's the olympics we need some like intertunal heat to like match them you know and like fight them off so that's, that's where the monsters and the tune show up but with that uh i think we should probably return to our somber notes talk about Rider saber uh, this week's episodes of, i hope common Rider saber are episodes 41 for 2000 years a wish spelled out Episode 42, the beginning of a beautiful end. So let's, we can't not talk about like the like big alpha in the room and that we lost our friend today. We lost Tassel. AKA Victor. Victor. <laughs> what a, really, what a star player. Um, I don't want to preempt you, but I'm pretty certain that there's a good chance that our MVP for this episode is going to be Tassel. Like, just like across the board, as far as I could tell. But yeah, episode 41, hands down. Yeah, episode 41 is uh, the first time he's really in the plot <laughs> and he carries it, like, based off nothing, really. Like, like he's carried the whole show, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he really came in and saved it. Like, for real. Like, I, like, this is what I was waiting for, like, for since we last potted, like for him to come in and just, you know, put a team on his back. And that's exactly what he did. He's like the, uh, Lola bunny of the situation, you know, just like comes in, <laughs> just puts all back. <laughs> and the years later, when they remake or make a sequel to the Comrade of Saber, they're going to make him less sexy. They're going to like take away his hips, his butt, his boobs. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. I'm, He's not going to have green hair anymore. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> if they like did like a 10 years later, like I'm ready to say, and they just had like Tassel be like a normal dude, like a realtor, like, oh, like I'm like, uh, yeah, here I am. Like, I'm Tassel. I love real estate. Uh, just <laughs> no. But uh, what do you think of the whole like 2000 year old like backstory? Because like something I definitely liked in this episode was how like randomly tassel was just there it said like bond lecture as they were like walking past him it was like wait who are you <laughs> that was fun i like that a lot actually yeah i like this a lot like i didn't even know like all this happened until now like he's just walking around looking for like how to save the world and this exposition cleared up a lot of the lure that was mentioned early in the season and it kind of explained the origin of the midget to like <laughs> to the t like it made them way more interesting than they were episodes ago gave Tomo's existence more meaning and uh, it got back to what I missed the most which was just storytelling so um yeah it was awesome yeah um I liked that like there was like that mythic quality to it of, of, of like oh like me and my friends were like philosophers and then we like found this power and like I like how it's not really clear, but she's like, oh, yeah, we just found the power to change the world and create a world. So then I told my friends, like, there's something very innocent to that. Like, like the fact that, like, 
all he tried to do was have his friends like share in the power and like help change the world with him. I really like that. Oh, what no, were you saying? I was just gonna say I just wish when they like t- tore the pages out of the book that they kind of like explained why each person got the book that they got. Like I saw this really cool like uh, Reddit post that said that uh, Zuos could have been like a Steve Irwin type zoologist and he just got (laughs) infatuated with like the zoo part of the book. And then uh, Legal could have been like a uh, historian. You know what I mean? Like an anthropologist. And then Storius could have been like a Greek uh, tragedian and just was obsessed with unhappy endings like Greek mythology is. And uh, I thought it was a really cool uh, comment. I forget who said it, but whoever said that, was, I like that idea a lot. What do you think of like the motivation that we get for Storius, though? Because like I like really like that he's just like, oh, like I'm like a poet. Like of course I want this to have like an ending and like be epic. Fuck people, this is my story. Like that is better to me than just like it's still being the Joker a bit, but it's like a more reasonable or like makes more sense Joker. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I like it a lot. It also kind of makes the the best villain for a character like Toma, who was obsessed with like you know happy endings and stuff like that. And you have this guy that just obsessed with tragedy. So um, I think the pairing is spot on. I just wish it could have happened sooner, so yeah. he could have more time to breathe. I feel like it just story is becoming the main big the, the main baddie out of nowhere, which is kind of random. But they they making it work. Like I can't tell if I'm enjoying it or I'm enjoying it because it's a like car crash like happening that like our four main characters in the end game are disaster, Ren, Tassel, and Storius. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking I mean, wild. I mean, when you say it like that, yeah, that's pretty insane. Like it, it, there was episodes that they just wasn't there. Like talk about low management. It's <laughs> just like in the back, just chilling to the last few episodes of the season it's, it's wild and also like we know that at least like for episodes like 41 to 43 based off like what we watch like the next time these characters are the focus so there are three episodes left after the olympics to like do stuff but it's wild <laughs> like it really is wild how like this episode starts with like the cast is like doing like a summer like soba thing and they're dressed up and then they like clean up and then tassels there <laughs> it's just like we spent five minutes with like you doing like slice of life stuff and like y- you didn't know master logos was dead <laughs> like because you didn't kill him so what what are you doing you know yeah just 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 hanging out at the at the gate just just vibing while the world's about to go to shit it's pretty insane and then like um <laughs> I thought it really funny that um, Disaster decides to fight like Storius, but then like use like the the Kamen Rider powers and like I'm not sure why he's doing that because like he already had like immortality, but like, I guess his book can get like hurt. He, I don't, he's just like he's very suddenly doing a lot of stuff. Like I think they could have spent more time on him or like he felt like they were trying in the past like ten episodes, but like they never got up a, a like foundation for the character that worked you know yeah like uh he was always in the background just watching but um i mean did i miss something like when the hell could he turn into internal phoenix 
he stole the sword when Toma got the new sword that he jacks off. That's right. I um really think that if there's one character I wish they would do more with that they have it, it's got to be Sophia and Luna. Mm-hmm. Like th- those two characters are like why the why do we get no characterization from Luna who's like we see a version of her in the flashback. We see that she's Luna. We see that she's like a clone. And she's had nothing really to do besides like look worried or like important. And it's like really at the point of like parody now where it's like I really wish that like Luna was given some of the emotional weight of like or like Sophia was like had some memories maybe of like Luna. I was like, oh, when Luna meets with you like i'm going to disappear from this world because i was her avatar or something like it's like something to make her matter because she was just gone for like 24 episodes (laughs) too (laughs) like how many characters were just gone this episode you know yeah then uh sarah made an appearance again he was gone for a little bit he's like a kid like the the rest of the characters are like who the plot is like pivoting on you know yeah uh but yeah, um, and Disaster's problem with Storius is that he still wants to keep living in the world and enjoying stuff, and he gets wounded in the fight. Like even though he's a mortal with immortal powers, <laughs> on top of that, but you know, happens. You know, and uh, that does bring us to episode um, forty-two, though, which is uh, a little more goes on i guess because um the world got chomped up and then yuri's like oh the world got chopped up you should have told me we have to go like seal it and like do some ritual but like the world's been in danger so many times that i just don't care anymore it's like okay how many times has like the wonder world threatened to, to like destroy our world at this point like seven eight times and yeah, they solve it with their swords easy it's been a lot i remember that first time when all the guys uh this was when uh when kento was going around locking all the swords and it kind of brought the world back then and then we had it like a couple of episodes ago and then now i'm just like isn't that crazy like how you could get like just fatigue from the world about the end <laughs> in the same season <laughs> but uh like it's happened a couple times because caliber was ending the world then there was uh master logos and it's it it's like happened like five times i think right yeah i've i've lost count to be honest (laughs) and uh just they're not using their characters very well the guys like we said because for episode 42 it has like five minutes it or like uh for like half the episode is like slash eating like an onigiri that's too salty that like sophia made and it's a just a wild way to spend your time when you have five episodes left in your show you know yeah man but um i mean one of the 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 best things about the episode for me was just disaster actually being developed i'm like wait what (laughs) i'm like what is happening here i'm kind of digging disaster now you know like for stories to say that he just made him out of boredom and he has no purpose in life. It was kind of like, what? And the most compelling part about it is that it seems to be his mission to make Ren a stronger fighter. It's like his new purpose or newfound purpose, which will eventually probably save the world, which is 
I like it. I mean, for a character that's been that has been in the background for so long, mm-hmm. for him to have this happen at the end of the season, I mean, I guess it's better late than never. But damn, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, no, I still feel like they had trouble setting this up, but I still liked how this episode happened. Like, I do think they could have made me care about like Red and Disaster more and like have them bond a little bit more. But it's just um, a lot of fun, like. like this is like a good character type like a a good story like oh like here is a character with no purpose is not important and like in like your show about faith about like destiny about like changing things that's a good character to have and like it's cool that this is happening i wish it wasn't an episode and maybe another episode next time to like handle it all but i like disaster pretty cool you know just i don't know um ren is also like getting a lot of setup too here but i'm just very (laughs) i don't know if they're gonna succeed on the landing with ren because of how little motivation he's been given in these like scenes it's like he's in the background but he's also like not defined enough to make it make sense to me like what his plot is yeah, he he meets Toma. And he's like, "Yo, you're Arthur. Why are you so strong?" And then Toma just smiles at him and doesn't even answer him. He just walks off. <laughs> you're just like, "That was a random encounter." And uh, I guess now he's like in his little Sith arc. Like, this ass is trying to make him tap into some like untapped energy by being like aggressive, like super violent. But uh, yeah, I don't know how to, I don't know how that's gonna turn out. I honestly, don't. I thought he was gonna turn into a magic, but. I think that ship sailed. So I don't know what's next for him. I wish that what you are talking about happened. Like he had like a Sith arc. Like he like <laughs> got like weird powers or like like was like becoming like a Medjid and was fighting Toma. And then like it's like ended when Disaster realized like he cared about him. Like that would have been cool. Like he's been so irrelevant to the plot for so long while they're spending so much time on him. Like I do wish he, like, had accomplished something at some point, you know? Whatever at this point. Like, it's, like, there, once again, it's been on Tassel. It's been on Bacht. It's been on Ren. It's been on Stories. It's been on Disaster. They love to just throw their plot on their least developed characters (laughs) and do, like, a good job, but not have enough time to, like, make it work work. Yeah, and their most developed ones have been taking a backseat, like Rintaro. Like, he was a really good developed character, and I don't even remember him having more than five lines at last episodes, you know? Kind of sucks. He's gone back to, like, randomly screaming, homo oh, sapiens? Yeah, homo sapiens, you know? <laughs> it's wild, man. And just, Luna is just doing stuff, but, you know. I mean, you, you got to treat shows like this like a, like a team. Like, you got your main core guys, and you got your side characters. You know what I mean? And then, like, the side characters could have a moment, but they can't drive the story. You know what I mean? But, oh, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what has Toma done lately? Yeah, like, it, it's awesome that he's the chosen one and that he literally has to put his life on the line to save the world. But, I mean, whenever that, that news was dropped, I wasn't like, oh, my God, poor Toma. It's just like, finally, like, give him more meaning, give him more responsibility, you know, but. Yeah, like. He's never challenged. Like, for like other characters, like in other like 
or like other fixtures and they're challenged they fail and they have to like learn and they'll be like oh like i'm gonna keep trying despite this or change my approach or something but he's just kind of like kept being like oh like here's this thing that you can't stop and then he's like well i'm gonna stop it <laughs> that's all he does sometimes it's like just stop it and it's a lot for him um i think he'll be a fun character when he comes back for stuff again like he's got good vibes but like in the show itself i'm just kind of like a the main characters ain't really shit yeah, I like I like my my main characters to be a little bit of sad boys. I think I've said this before, but he's like uh, I like his optimism, but sometimes you have to be a realist, you know. The best optimists are people who like have shit go wrong for them, but keep being optimists. That's like part of the appeal, you know. Of like, oh, like of course you hate me, that's fine. I'm still going to be your friend or something. And he like hasn't really had that like struggle, like beyond like a couple episodes, you know. Like last season, we had. Art, uh, Aruto, which was he was very, always optimistic, but he was always challenged as well. You know, he was kind of like, yeah. okay, okay, like I have to figure this out a different way. This way, he's not going to work anymore. You know what I mean? He's not like, oh, I'm gonna keep doing this because this is the right way. <laughs> you know, he adapted to his surroundings. And even when people were in like opposition to Toma, they never thought he was doing anything through like a character flaw they were never like you're being so stupid or like you're being deceived like like they like basically thought like oh like you like might be being deceived but you're still smart and you're still whatever i'm like we love you versus like people fucking hated arzo at parts of that show <laughs> yeah he had his own crew members trying to turn on him you know what i mean like and of course we have to talk about it finally tassel who like, it's a really great parallel for Aruto. The fact, like, there should have been a plot line where, like, Ren got some wild powers and was, like, threatening to, like, kill Toma, but he couldn't, but, like, Toma couldn't bring himself to keep fighting Ren. And if that happened, like, in parallel with, like, Tassel saying, okay, you're still my friend, Storius, and being killed, that would have been cool. But, like, just, like, I love the way they did it for Tassel. Like, okay, sometimes like when you're a good person who like still see, like still sees the light in people, like you'll suffer, and like it's really poignant for him with his one episode of like plot, you know? Yeah, I felt something when he died. Like, and you could it was kind of like a, like a brief moment when Storios killed him. He, even he was like, "Wow, I really did it. I killed my friend," you know, like. That was an emotional moment, and it was uh, it was shot very well too. The cinematography was pretty awesome for that part. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure when the worm turned for Tassel because I feel like at the start of the season we were just like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" But I think like <laughs> by like episode three or four, we were like, "Man, like he's been like here like five or six episodes, like seven episodes <laughs> of the show, and he just keeps it up. He's great, <laughs> you know." Yeah, um, I remember I started liking him because I thought he was going to be like the. Uh... I'm probably going to butcher his name from a game. DJ Sakura. Is that his yeah. Name? I thought he was going to be that character. Like, you know, like doing all this commentary. Then he finds himself like implemented into the actual storyline and making pivotal moves. But I mean, he really didn't get past being that character. But anytime he was in the real world, I always had a good time. Yeah. Just 
for a show that was about like weird storybook stuff happening and strange magic and strange people, he was kind of the only character who lived up to that promise ever. <laughs> you know? I just want to know when the switch happened. Like we saw how he used to look <laughs> before he became Tassel. <laughs> like when he was Victor, he was just like he didn't have the green hair. He was just, you know, looking for the way to save the earth. And then all of a sudden he just green hair. Uh, I forget the term they use for his suit or his the way he dressed, but um, I just want to know when that switch happened. He had a toga, I think, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know. Um, just like I, <laughs> what a if they had like a couple more characters like Tassel, like or if the main bad guys were like more anime, like more like super NES, like. GRPG because like I'm actually really happy with how well Storius is doing with like also an episode of backstory like making his self work as like a like final villain like he's doing things that make sense for his character and he has emotion to it and I'm like okay you're doing good like you made the scene work like pretty well with what, like what you have you know yeah I didn't think it was I think I didn't think it, they were going to do like a uh... Story is justice for being a formidable villain, but they they pulled it off. I'm actually uh, looking forward to seeing how this turns out. Yeah, no. Um, I still think uh, could have cut some characters, maybe had yeah. some more time for the plot. Oh, what if um, they'd gotten rid of Reka's brother, but Reka had been Ren's older sibling? Hmm. See, that immediately frees up some space, makes some relationships more complicated, gets makes, Rick in there more. You can also, like, make Rin, instead of being power hungry, he wants to be the master of logos. You know what I'm saying? He wants to tap into that kind of power. That would have been pretty cool, too. What if you combine um, Disast and Tassel as a character? Nah. Disastle. No, okay. I kind of like his ass now. I mean, he's a, he's a late bloomer, but and I I like Tassel being just Tassel. Yeah, uh, just I. Well, Do you need Yuri? Yuri is necessary. <laughs> I think you think so. I think maybe on the cutting room floor might be Slash actually. If Oof. I'm being honest with myself, yeah. Because I like having like the older swordsman there. You probably need the core three to tell the story you're telling. Right? Mm-hmm. It's probably Slash becomes like a much smaller character and not a writer. You get rid of Rika's brother. Now you're cooking. You know? That's less people. But I don't know. Uh, and that's Comrade Saber. There are only four episodes left. Only four. Taking place over the next six weeks or ten weeks. So there's going to be... Uh, next time episode is 43 and the uh, pre-movie prologue crossover bit. So that'll be fun. Um, but I think this show... One thing to say, though, is that like um, you mentioned it, but it is consistently well-choreographed and well-filmed. Like There's that scene where um, you see disaster, like trying to fight Storius, but, like, the camera's half underwater. Mm-hmm. And like, that kind of stuff, like, like, looks great to me. Like, it's like, okay, perfect. 
Uh, I wish it was attached a little bit more to stuff like I cared about, but hey. We are now at the part of the show where we uh, say our MVPs for this episode. So I have to ask, uh, what's your MVP for this episode? Who is it? Episode 42, my MVP goes to Disast. Do you have a different one for episode 41? 41's Tassel. Okay. Honestly... I might have to like completely like agree there with that. For Tassel, a disaster. They both did very good. Uh, they really outshowed the limits of what their character seemed to be. Because uh, like what? Um, we didn't like Tassel until Tomo was in that desert where he like got that like King Arthur power, right? Was that where he liked Tassel? Yeah, and then like the little. A few shots in the alley with him hanging out with Ren eating ramen. We kinda he kinda won us over with those, but yeah, that's that's when it started. Why are they show okay. If I went through every episode and like picked my favorite shots, most of them would have Tassel No, most of them would have like disaster in them because like he was the one upside <laughs> down in those like red circle like shipping crates he was the one half filmed in water he's been in shadows multiple times like he like has been filmed great this whole time it's so wild to me <laughs> honestly unsung hero he's somebody's pet character like like they're like oh like my favorite character this guy he's great he's so cool nobody understands him oh i bet people on yeah, Tumblr, like Twitter, are like super. Send me your favorite disaster fan art. <laughs> he's That's a per- safe for He's work. a perfect character for that, right? Yeah, he is. I will ask that it, it's safe for work, or like if, if you want to like lightly like blur out anything I don't want to see. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no edgy stuff. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait. Till twenty years from now, when they make Cub Rider Saber two, and they make disaster not sexy anymore, bring <laughs> <laughs> his hips in, get rid of his vagina bones, all that stuff. <laughs> Were you around when vagina bones was a thing, or no? Vagina bones. What? There was some what? like not Fire Emblem, but some kind of like tactics anime game that was like. One where people were upset because it was like when that came to America, they made the cleavage a little like less pronounced or like they like made the butts less out kind of thing. Nah, I wasn't around for that. <laughs> I forget what it was, but like it was like um, some hardcore gamer TM was like upset because like they compared like a like side by side of the Japanese and the American version of this character. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese like version like had like pronounced like pelvis but like i had like camel toe and the american character like didn't so this person <laughs> had the 4d chess idea of getting on twitter and saying and they took out her vagina bones <laughs> like i get that with like the whole controversy behind the bts mill compared to you know in korea and the states but vagina bones come on i just uh <laughs> I will always love the way people get so upset about that stuff. It's like, oh, my fucking favorite 3DS games aren't hoardy enough anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
send me your possessed fan art uh keep it safe for work let's say if you want to send me safe for work disaster x ren stuff that's also true like i'm sure there's like some like not graphic stuff out there if you want to send any of your favorite um horny 3ds games please send that to uh, a <laughs> cope said except by on twitter no 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 let no. me know oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that uh where can people find you james when you're uh not talking about Tokusatsu? you can find me on twitch twitter and instagram at copacetic senpai and you can follow my side pod at popcorn net wherever you get your pods where can they find you kip you can find me uh on twitter.com at james forge you could find the podcast uh at come ride with me come rugby.com if you go on to come rugby.com slash episodes there are all of our episodes with links to different services there's come slash merch where uh there might be a special um in memoriam new design for uh our good friend tassel but uh for that um all proceeds uh go to the trevor project there so that's good uh and yeah if you want to please rate and review five stars on our podcast um in your review please just write f for tassel and like five stars like it's just like a like really <laughs> important thing that we let people know how sad we are we want this character to be like featured in like a lot more media like spin-off stuff you know like his own like prequel novel series all that and did we learn anything this week or no the end is coming you know like the winter we got to come up with something like uh with game of thrones winter's coming the end is coming you say yeah we got to come up with something for saber like that since we're in the end game <laughs> That is coming. <laughs>